This is The Vibe Guide. I'm your host and intuitive life coach, Caroline. This is a podcast around sharing inspiration, information, tips and tricks around spirituality, personal development, intuition, and much more. So join me and let's set the vibe. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So I hope you all had a wonderful holiday season and a happy new year. It's now the second week in January. I really wanted this episode to come out in the first week of January, but that is life. That's how it goes. Um, My full-time job has just been a little bit more demanding. Um, So I've been making sure I'm getting my rest in between on the days that I'm off, and I haven't really been doing much else besides coming home, taking a shower or bath or whatever, getting cozy, getting in bed with my shows and my snacks because that's what makes me the happiest and just going to bed and making sure I'm getting eight hours of sleep because I wake up at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So that's kind of been my life for the past few weeks. But um, I did have a nice holiday. It was different. So my birthday is on December 21st. And that always kind of like kicks off the holiday season for me. This year was super fun. Um, So I'm back home. And I live in a small town, so the closest city is Richmond. And so we went up to Richmond and we did a sound bath, which none of us have done before. Um, And I have to say, we all kind of like after, you know, you kind of debrief after and everyone kind of shares like what they experienced. And some girls just fell asleep and some people, you know, got into more of a meditative state. Some people had some visions and things like that. Um, And we all come from very different places. I think belief systems and backgrounds, some of us are, um, you know, Christian and religious, Um, others are more on the spiritual end, some are nothing, I guess, Um, some don't really talk about it or discuss. (laughs) So we're all very, we're, you know, we're all kind of from this small town, but we all have very different views on things. And so I just always think it's so nice to do stuff like that and experience new things together. And to just chit chat about it after and like what we thought and you know, and how everybody experienced it. And I don't know, I love that. So for all the girls to do that for me was just really special because you know, it's not some of their cup of teas like, so they did it for me and and we all got through and um, kind of debriefed after and So super interesting experience. I found it for me personally, I don't know that I would do it again inside of a building. Um, You know, afterwards, I was saying that I was kind of up front. So I was closest to the bowls. It was so and it hits at that wavelength. And I mean, it started to hurt kind of my ear. And I don't know if it was just because the proximity to the bowls, or what, but it didn't happen to anyone else. But it happened only in my right ear. And it's the ear that I tend to get messages if I'm um, kind of tapping in. And it's also the ear that when I'm kind of being encouraged by my spirit guides, I get this, this like, I don't know how to describe it besides it's like a tapping in my ear. And it's really annoying, to be honest. And but it it happens when I'm doing things like when I'm recording this podcast, when I first started recording the podcast, and I was so nervous about it. And I just didn't know if it was something that, you know, was a good idea or anything like that. And I just kept getting these tappings. Every time I would listen back to the recordings, I would get this like intense tapping in my right ear. And I remember talking to my intuitive guide, uh, or my intuitive coach, Kim. 
And she was like, you know, just pay attention to when that happens for you and kind of see if you can associate it with something. Maybe your spirit guides are trying to warn you about something or maybe they're encouraging you and saying, yes, 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 like keep doing this, whatever you're doing. And so I found it more as encouragement because in certain things that I've been doing, I'll get that tapping out of nowhere. And I'll be like, oh, okay, cool. Like this is supported. This is good. Um, it's just kind of like an extra little like hug, I feel like from my spirit guides, because I, you know, obviously, I live intuitively, and I trust myself, and I trust my intuition. But it's also nice to remember that like, you have a spiritual like spirit guides, whatever you believe in, you have a team that are looking out for you and wanting the best for you as well. So, you know, it's also okay to kind of rely on them at certain times. And so I've found that last night, actually, it came a, like I started to get that tapping really bad. I'm starting um, a YouTube channel or a vlog. Um, and I'm really excited about it. But I'm really kind of nervous. Um, because it's kind of overwhelming. And it's a lot of technology. And that's not really my forte. Um, I do love photography. And I do like tapping into my creative side, um, but I don't like the tech side of it and like the editing and doing the editing for this podcast in the beginning, I'd got, I think I shared that story when I had this like massive migraine. So just tech in general is not my, it doesn't come very naturally or easy to me, but kind of once I get it and I do it, then I can continually do it. Um, if that makes sense. And I get a little bit better at it. And then I get, you know, then I'm able to kind of like branch out and like try new edits and try new things. Um, but those first few weeks and like months of doing it just like really takes a lot out of me. So I think I'm just having a little bit of like, like a little bit of hesitation around that. Um, but last night when I was just like jotting down ideas and kind of formulating what how I want it to be and like what the vision I have for it, I was just like getting this tapping so much in my ear. And I was like, okay, all right, like, on the right path. It's okay. Like, you'll get through it just like you did the podcast, you know, you're gonna figure it out. And be good to go. So no worries. Um, but bringing that back to the sound bath, I think that that's why I had a little bit of like pain in my ear. Um, because maybe I don't know, like, I don't know why, but I'm, I'm connecting those two together. So when I turned and kind of turned on my side away from the sound bowls, it went away. So I don't know, it was just like one of those interesting things that happened. I could not get into a meditative state at all. I couldn't eat sleep either. Um, I did find it relaxing, but I didn't, I wasn't able to really get into a meditative state. So very interesting. Some of the girls did though. So it's just like to each their own. I think if I did it again, I would do it outside, um, where the sound isn't so intense. Um, because it was really, really, really enjoyable. And he actually hummed. He had like a very beautiful voice and he hummed at the same frequency and it just felt kind of like you could feel it in your chest. And it just felt like a little bit of like a hug. Like it felt so warm and like it kind of cut through the sound of the bowls. So anyways, if you're in Richmond, um, I'll actually link it below so that you guys can do that. It's a, um, it's a spa and they do, um, they do Reiki and they do massages and sound baths and all kinds of good stuff. So I'll actually link below where we went. Um, and his information is on the website. So it, it'll all be there if you're interested. So what else? So I had my birthday December 21st and roll right into Christmas. And luckily this year I had Christmas off. I had Christmas Eve, Christmas Day and the day after off, which was so nice. Um, it's like unheard of in healthcare. 
So I really took advantage. I tried to stay in a really um, grateful, you know, kind of giving spirit. I just kind of stayed in that energy. And my family's um, dynamics are different this year, as you know. And if you follow along, I don't speak to a few members of my family. Um, and that was, again, my choice. Um, just, you know, and working through things and being in therapy, it was it's the best option for me. Um, and I know that that has consequences and that, you know, can be painful for my family members. And, um, you know, I am aware of all those things. And so this year, we did decide to do Christmas together. I did not see um, my dad or my stepmom. Um, haven't spoken to them at all. So that was okay. I kind of just dealt with that as I went. I, you know, had my therapy session about it and just kind of released. And, you know, it is sad for me. Um, and to this is the first year that I've been on the planet that, you know, my dad didn't tell me happy birthday. Um, and so like, there's a lot of pain that comes with that. And so I want to just remind people that if you are dealing with something like that, even if it is your decision, it doesn't make it less painful. And so you know, therapy really does help me express my emotions and get them out. And like, I can just cry it out in a safe space um, and work through it and allow the emotion to come out for what it is, because it is sad. Um, and it is hurtful. And even though I've made the decision, it's still those emotions are still there. So, um, you know, that was a big, a big thing for me this holiday season. But Going into Christmas, um, my brother was still coming and we were kind of doing it more for my mom, which I kind of went back and forth on because I just feel like you can't kind of fit a puzzle back together that, you know, you're missing a piece or that the piece is broken or whatever. Like it just, it won't work. Like it won't look the same. It doesn't fit right. It's frustrating. And so I kind of went back and forth on like, you know, do I stay around for this Christmas season just to kind of placate my mom and to give her that of like her three kids being in the same house, like for Christmas, even though half the time, like I would have been traveling years before in the past, because I would always take a trip for my birthday, I would say from like my 25th birthday until probably my till now, like I've been kind of in and out, like I'll come to Christmas when I was in town, or I would make plans to leave on purpose. Um, because I just didn't really want to be around for the holiday season because it's not that pleasant, to be honest. <laughs> but anyways, I just think I was like hesitating and I was going back and forth on like, do I just do this to placate my mom? Like, is that right? Or do I kind of like hold my boundary and maybe go do something separate for myself and kind of take the pressure off the situation? Um, just kind of like let it go. And I just kind of meditated on it. And I just felt like, you know what, Caroline, like you're in such a good place mentally, spiritually, emotionally, that you can handle these situations now. Um, you're not as reactive as you used to be, even though there was a big blow up when I got home, and I was very reactive um, at the end of that situation. But that doesn't define me. And I know how much growth and how much evolution I've made over this past year and few years for that matter. Um, and how much anger I've let go of. So I just, in my meditations, it kind of became clear to me that you can still hold the boundaries and also give that to your mom, you know, 
it's not going to be harmful for you because you know how to navigate these situations now. Like you're not a victim of anything. You have the tools. If anything feels uncomfortable, you know what to do. So we had that Christmas day. It was um, it was definitely tensiony and awkwardy, but we made the best of the day. I truly had a great day. I enjoyed myself. Um, honestly, I, we really did. You know, my brothers left. They went back to Richmond, and me and my mom danced in the kitchen to Saturday Night Fever till like midnight, and we just had ourselves a time, and. I don't know. It was like one of a, it was one of the better Christmases for me. And I feel kind of like bad saying that because I know it was, uh, I would assume that probably not everyone would share the same sentiment, but I just feel like it's because I went into it with the mindset that I wanted it to be as good as it possibly could be um, for like my mom and for myself. So I really tried to just keep my energy protected and I try to just be myself and be happy and, you know, grateful that we're all here, even though there's that boundary in place, but like, we're here, I'm going to make the most of it. So anyways, that's kind of a wrap up of, you know, my Christmas, I had a very calm New Year's Eve, um, which I have for like the past probably like four years. (laughs) Like, I just I think New Year's Eve is overrated, to be honest with you. And I've never enjoyed going out for New Year's. I just have felt like, ugh, what a drag. And then it's like always the pressure to like find a kiss and like, ugh, like, ugh, no. Just never been my thing. So I just went to a friend's house. We hung out. The kids entertained us, made us laugh. We drank a few glasses of wine, had some appetizers, and it was perfect. I was in bed by like 11, got like 14 hours of sleep that night, which were, which was much needed, feeling so drained from my full-time job. So yeah, it was great. It was just great to wake up, get my day started January 1st. So that kind of leads into New Year's and, you know, I think this year I've paid more attention. So I've heard this before and I've known this, that technically, like according to astrology, you know, New Year's doesn't start until, well, the New Year doesn't start until March 21st, like the spring equinox, Aries full moon, or sorry, new moon, I believe it is. So we move into the sign of Aries. It's also spring. That's kind of the astrological new moon, and it makes a lot more sense. And I think this is the first year that it really resonated with me because I've been feeling so tired, but I've really been allowing myself to rest and allowing myself to understand that it's the middle of the winter. This is normal. Like this is natural biologically. Like we all want to just kind of go inward, rest, recuperate, um, you know, be a little bit more cozy inside, not pushing ourselves so much. It's just that season. And I never, I've always known it, like I said, but I never really paid much attention. But I think there is something to be said for the calendar year that we all live by. Um, Or at least in the Western world, January 1st is, you know, the beginning of our calendar year. And so I did write out my resolutions and my intentions for the year because I don't, I feel like if I start that in March, like I've missed out on like the time where I am a little bit more internal and I am taking the time to like rest and, you know, rejuvenate and kind of just be more internal and think about things a little bit more and have the space and the time and be cozy with your sweatpants on and journaling and like it's a nice time of year. I love it. So 
I took advantage of that and I felt the need to like I pulled my tarot cards for the year and I journaled and I wrote out my intentions and I've never done that before either. So I just felt really called this year to do that. Um, but as far as taking action, I have no desire to start taking action just yet on the goals and the intentions that I have. And it also makes sense to me because we're in Capricorn season and Capricorn is very much like that organized sign, like kind of all about the details, kind of like getting your finances in order, getting your work in order, um, everything at home in order. It's kind of, I don't know, I just always think organization when I think Capricorn and kind of like a little bit of a type A kind of person and getting all the things you know, listed and organized and in folders and in binders. And like, I don't know, that's what I see when I think of Capricorn. (laughs) So it kind of coincides. And I think it's interesting that it's, you know, in the middle of winter as well. So it's that time of year to do all that. So I'm really kind of reveling in that I'm letting that happen. I'm not pushing my goals. I'm not, you know, jumping up and going to the gym. I'm not doing any of that. I'm just resting. I'm rejuvenating. It's a little bit harder. You know what I found? Because living in France, I found that it was so much easier to do that because it is dark and gloomy and cloudy and like this gray toned winter over there, at least where I was, like the northeastern part of France. So, so much easier to get in that that space for longer. Whereas here, like I'm looking out the window right now and it's just like sunshiny and it's like actually a really nice day outside. So you kind of feel guilty, like being inside and, you know, getting that rest that you need. So I've just been going on walks. I've been doing very low key things. Like I went out to this um, wildlife preserve that's literally like three miles up the road for me that I've never been to. And if you look at my Instagram, I had like a literal day. I had the best day ever. It's this teeny tiny little wildlife refuge. They had all this history about the Native Americans, the Rappahannock tribe. Um, that's from this area and all the history behind it and Captain John Smith and how, you know, he came up the creek that we live on. And I don't know, it's so cool. I didn't know any of that. And I feel really guilty that I've lived here for 33 years, kind of on and off. And I've also grown up here. And I also think the educational system is really tripping because we learned nothing about that stuff. And we live in such a rich area for like the beginning of our country and, I don't know, I just feel like and all the things that happen to indigenous people and how sad it is really. And I just feel like our educational system really slacks. And there's such a opportunity to educate people. And we just don't do it. So anyways, here I am 33. And I'm re educating myself. And I just found it so cool. And it's just so beautiful. And it's on this creek and I walked all around and I just had me a day. So like, that's the kind of energy that I'm bringing for like January, February, March, like, we're just, you know, taking it slow, whatever I feel like doing, that's what we're doing. I'm not getting crazy going to the gym, jumping in on my goals, like, rah, I'm not, that's not that kind of energy. Moving into the end of March, probably would be singing a different tune. It's getting warmer out. You know, you're ready to go. Aries sign is a fire sign. It's also my rising. So I've learned more and more about rising signs. um, And my moon is Aquarius. So I'm sun, Sagittarius, um, rising is Aries, and then my moon is Aquarius. And learning more about the other two has been so fascinating, because I had no idea. I've always heard and like, 
known what my rising and moon were, but I really didn't look that much into it. But your rising from what I understand is like what you project out into the world, like what, how other people see you. And I could totally see how other people would see or think that I am an Aries. I think Sagittarius for sure as well, because that's your sun sign is very outward too. So I think I'm like a good mix of Sagittarius and Aries, but I think my Aries definitely comes out with my temper. Like I go, and I have worked on this so much and I've come so far. Oh my God. Like when I think back to high school, even middle school and like how angry I was and like I would just flip out. And I mean, physically, you know, like it, I was a very, very, very angry girl for a long time. Everyone used to call me a bitch and like, don't mess with Caroline, like da, 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 da. And it's been so funny to me recently. Everyone calls me sweet Caroline now, like all these new people that I'm that I meet. And it's so funny because like growing up, it was like the total opposite because I was so angry. I was like a bitter, angry bitch, honestly. And I think a lot of it had to do with like, thank childhood things like my parents getting divorced and like not being able to like, not having any outlet for that talking to anyone like it just was like thrown in my face and it was like deal with it. And I just think I internalized it so much. And so all that anger and that resentment and that bitterness and that pissed offness just went internal. And then it just spewed out onto everyone around me. And I had no idea at 13, 14, 15, 16, you have no idea, no freaking clue. So, you know, that's for another day. But I think it's just so funny that that's also my nature to be an Aries and to be a Ram and to I'm like zero to 100 really, really quick. Um, And so yeah, it's just been interesting, like the more that I've kind of gotten back to like my nature and like my soul and like who I really am and like how I came onto this earth. It's like everyone, I've noticed this. And it's like everyone calls me like sweet Caroline, like at work and all, and I just have never had that before. And I almost feel like it's like a little bit of imposter syndrome. And I'm like, no, like, Carolyn, you are naturally like a very, very, very sweet, kind, soft individual. Like you really are. And so like, I've had to like work on that. And I'm working on that in therapy and everything. So it's just been very, such a side note, you guys, but it's been a very interesting kind of switch for that. But my Aries, I think, is innately there. But Aries isn't always, like, bad. Like, fire is amazing. It's boldness. It's ambitious. Um, yes, we go head first into challenging situations, which isn't always a bad thing. Like, especially if you're in, in healthcare, You know, you want somebody to come save the day. And you want somebody to say, you know, go do this. Go do that. I need this. I need that. Like, you need somebody to come in and take charge and save someone's life at the end of the day you know so it's so I think that that's a part of my being called to nursing as well Um, motivated confident you know relentless determination I have to say I think you know Mars is the ruling planet for Aries so definitely red and fiery and explosive um, but like I said upbeat playful kind of live life to the fullest energy is Aries. And it makes sense that it comes in March and it comes at the start of the new year. And it's the first sign of the Zodiac. And you kind of start it off with a bang and like confident and you're a leader and we're going to get all these goals done for the year. And, you know, that kind of energy, which I definitely know that I have. I when I put my mind to something, I'm doing it. And if I don't want to do something, I'm not doing it. 
not a whole lot of gray area with me. Not at all. And then I'm Sagittarius as well. So I'm extremely blunt and I say things and it can cut like a knife. And then I'm like, oh, shit, sorry. I didn't mean it like that. Like it just came out, but it's true. But like, ah, now we're in. I'm sorry. You know, (laughs) I'm definitely fire through and through. And then I have my little Aquarius moon over there. That's a little like weirdo on the inside. So I love learning about astrology and I just think it's so cool. And I think to put it to our new year is it makes so much sense. And it really resonated for me this year. So I wanted to share that with you guys. And I wanted to make sure that I got the message out because it really resonated with me. And I was like, Oh, okay, like, no wonder why no one ever feels like, or I don't know, maybe you do feel like jumping, you know, jumping up and going to the gym January 1st, but then it like fades in like two weeks. And you're like, Oh, I'm exhausted. Well, it's like, because you're in we're in winter, guys, like, just calm down. You know, you'll have time to get there. Just like make your plans. Maybe look up some like, Depends on your goals, but like, you know what I mean? Like this time of year is like more for planning and stuff like that in my mind. So I just wanted to share that. Um, And then lastly, I wanted to talk about the numerology of this year, which has also kind of been like, I've been seeing this everywhere. And I think numerology is like pretty popular um, now, along with like tarot and astrology and like all the things. And it's so funny. I went to the library and I got these books, which I'm also going to do a book list because I've been reading some really, really cool books that I think are helpful to share. Um, But anyways, I went to the library and now I'm seeing like tarot books in there and just stuff that I never saw growing up. And I just feel like that's so cool for younger generations. Like they're just so much more exposed to things that could really resonate with them. Because I felt, you know, for a long time, I was actually atheist, and I really didn't believe in anything. And I think that that correlated, like what I was talking about earlier, I was just such a bitter bitch, like, and I was just so angry. And like, I think incorporating a spirituality and a faith side to myself has really saved my life. And so, you know, it's cool, like, because I don't resonate with like organized religion, it just doesn't do anything for me. And that's okay. Um, For some people, it just doesn't. But it doesn't mean that you can't connect in with some sort of faith Um, you know, whether it's like your own intuition or, you know, whatever it looks like, what I'm saying is, I think kids these days and growing up, they have a lot more knowledge about a lot of other different things that can really help them and guide them. And while it might not look the same for everyone, I just think it's so cool that they have access to it, like at the local library. I'm like, that's so cool. So Anyways, 2023, if you don't know, was the year of seven. So in numerology, you break it down, you count it, and it comes out to a single digit. And last year's number was seven. And it's also interesting because seven is my personal life path number. So my birthday breaks down into seven. And so I really, last year was, I think, it was brutal, but it was also so necessary And I'm glad that everything happened that it did happen. And I learned so much and I grew and I evolved and reading more and more about 2023 and being the year of seven. It's all about introspection and inner exploration and spiritual awakenings and the pursuit of knowledge. And I just felt like that was the case for me. I mean, I lived in Greece for three months and I just went so internal And it's the most special time of my whole life. I mean, I don't think I'll ever look back moving to France and then everything that happened after and how magical that I was talking to my mom about this the other day and like got emotional about it because it was just such a magical time for me. And I don't think I'll ever have a space and time and, you know, money and all the things to just like kind of get up and go 
and just be and be still and be quiet. I didn't have a job. I just was like so internal. And it felt very, it felt divinely timed because all the pieces came together for me to experience what I experienced, you know, the end of 2022 into 2023. You know, sitting there in Greece and like floating in the Aegean and just literally tears flowing out of my eyes, just so grateful. Even though it was one of the most painful years of my life, just so utterly grateful. Like this is my life. Like this is what I've created for myself. I can sit here in this sea and be so grateful and still and feel so internally connected to the earth. And like, I don't know, I just I felt something I've never felt before. And that happened to me all throughout 2023. And I felt like it was the year of really exploring that and really getting comfortable with that side of myself and really diving into my intuitive power and my intuitive being and my soul and learning more about myself on a deeper, deeper, deeper soul level. Um, And for me to learn, you know, at the beginning of 2024, that 2023 was a year of seven and like to read all about it, I was like, Oh, well, hello. I mean, that couldn't be any more true. And it's true for myself. I can't speak for anyone else, you know, in the world. But I think collectively, a lot of shifts happened in 2023. And a lot of I think there was a lot of internalizing things collectively. And, you know, trying to make sense of things that are happening in the world that make no sense and that are really painful and really hurtful. Um, so I think it's just very interesting. And I, I think it's just so cool that we can have, you know, a tool like numerology to put words to it and kind of make it make sense for our, you know, logical human brains. Um, so that was the year of seven. So now obviously 2024 is the year of eight. Um, which number one is the infinity sign as well. So the year of eight for me, I number one for me, I feel like is balance. And I do feel because number eight is the only number that's associated with the material realm. So I think we're going to have a lot of material abundance in this year. Um, and that if that's something that you're calling in, I, I it's probably definitely going to come for you this year especially if you put the work in in 2023. Um, But I think we have to remember balance and we also have to remember to be ethical and to pay attention to how and, and why you're getting those material things. Like don't get swept away in this 3D world and, and the nice things in life. And like by no means should you feel bad about, you know, I drive a BMW that does not mean that I'm like some materialistic, whatever, not at all. You can like nice things and be an amazing, beautiful, gorgeous human being and live in million dollar homes and, you know, have all the things in life. So it's just it's all about what you want out of this life. Like, what, how do you want your world to look? What would what do you want to create for yourself? Because I believe that we have that power. So I think focusing on that because this is going to be a year of material and 
remembering that are you doing it? Are you calling in these things? Do you want these nice things for how do I word this? Like, do you is it going to give you some false sense of happiness, you know, or is it really something that brings value and it's just you have to check in with yourself. Am I driving a BMW so that everyone can think that I have money? No, I'm not. I'm driving a BMW because I drove the car and I liked it, period. And I wanted it. And it's just as expensive as any other damn car these days. So yeah, I want that. That's what I want. (laughs) You know, I like nice things, whatever. So 2024 is going to be a year of that, like check in with yourself check in and make sure that you're not doing things for all these other people and for other people to look at you a certain way or make sure you're doing things for you and for what makes you feel good. Um, Yeah, enough of that. I think I think everyone gets the point. Um, 2024 is really kind of that year about reap what you sow, step into your power and authority, embracing leadership, which has been interesting because I've definitely gone into a leadership role in this um, nursing position that I have, um, which has been, I don't mind being a leader. I don't mind being, I think it's the responsibility that freaks me out that comes with it, especially in healthcare. Because in this country, you can be sued and ruin your whole life if someone just really wanted to do that to you. Um, so that's not a very good feeling. I don't, I think I'm a good leader and I think that I respect people. And I think at the basis of being a good leader is like being self-aware and being respectful. (laughs) I think like, basically that's all you need to have to be a good leader. Like, I'm not even kidding because it's the bare minimum. And I experience bosses that have neither of those. And it is the most miserable experience to have someone above you that has no self-awareness and has no respect for themselves or other people. Right? And then they're trying to like organize a team and do the things. And it's like, F you, I'm not listening to you. You know what I mean? And it just creates so much tension and so much awfulness. And like, so I don't think it's like the hardest thing in the world to be a good leader. I think some people are more prone to it with their personalities and how far they've grown and evolved as a human being in life. But 2024 is gonna be all about leadership. So along with that, I think it's definitely, like I said, material world things, um, manifestation, financial abundance, achievement, success, definitely focus on your goals. Like this is a really good year to do the goals and like resolutions and intentions with the new year. That's I did it this year. And I've never had a pull to do that ever in my life. But I did it this year. So I'm going to stay on it. Um, Like I said, balance. So Make sure you're not burning yourself out. You're not overdoing it on either end of the spectrum, like not too much rest and laying around and not too much like go get them, go get them, go get them. And then also in decision making, like make sure we're being ethical, make sure you're doing things that resonate with you and that you're doing for um, your purpose in this world, not to like have an outward show for other people. Um And then a few things on how to navigate this year. I definitely, like I said, set clear goals. I think it's a good year for that. Balance your material and your spiritual pursuits. Embrace leadership. Practice your ethical decision making. Cultivate self-awareness. Continue on that journey from 2023. I know I am. 
Um, manage finances wisely. That's a big one for me this year. This year was the year that I'm like, I'm buckling down. I'm saving up money. You know, before I went to France, I saved up an ass ton of money. It's like, we're doing that again. We're getting back to like where we were, if not more, and going to get some of these student loans handled. We're going to like make some moves financially this year. Um, and then the last one is like, celebrate your milestones, celebrate, celebrate. So just in closing, the Invictus poem, and at the end, it says, I'm the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. It's a big year for manifestation and those manifestations coming to fruition. So I think that that poem and the last two lines are what perfectly sum that up. So ready for 2024. So I hope you guys have an amazing week and I will have a new episode out next week and we will chat soon. Bye guys.